2: Hi! 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 Right, <laughs> nothing. I <don't> know. It's <laughs> another week. <laughs> Here we go again.
0: January can't
2: come quick enough. <laughs> <laughs> Sending texts about where we should pick the pod up again and not getting any reply. <laughs> it's fucking for long. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> i can't like if we do a couple of interviews i can't believe how tired i am i said to Naomi. i told
0: her about my day today and she went oh right no 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 <laughs> no i know it doesn't that, sound much oh, yes okay I, <laughs> i'm doing the children's lunches day <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> i had that with petra so i'm exhausted <sighs> just forgot that i got that oh, she looked up from her laptop and went like that
0: I'll be honest with you, last night it was eight o'clock. I was in bed with Nomi and I just looked at the pod schedule and I went, fuck! Dan's gotta be out on Tuesday. I came down to the office till quarter to ten.
2: Oh, no. oh no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Night love. Just gonna quickly check the pod schedule.
0: Honestly, I was like, oh fucking hell. Because I couldn't do it today, it's too
2: busy today. Fuck. Oh, Anyway, welcome to <laughs> <laughs> Little Bone. I might have a surprise guest for you. Oh, I could not give a fuck, mate. Who gives a shit? <laughs> oh, I'm glad I tinkled when, with that. When, 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 when? It's, uh, it's in now. a couple of weeks, and there's right. it, one day they said they could possibly do. It's a possible. And it's the day of the um, England game we can do. The um, evening, the first England game. It'll be in the day. If you can do it, you
0: sound it. you quite you sound quite excited.
2: I am. I am. Actually, I'm really excited. Wow. But it's it's one of those ones. I'm like, I oh, should I say anything because it might not happen. Yeah. And like, if it doesn't happen, oh, well, anyway. But you know what I mean. Yeah. But. I can't, I'm terrible at things like that I'm like, I want to say things straight away I can't really uh, hold So do
0: I, I give Naomi all her presents like a week before her birthday <laughs> I say, oh, open them
2: <laughs> Oh good, <laughs> I'm glad it's not me I can't hold yeah. anything in No I oh, want to no. share this excited before I lose interest in it but...
0: Yeah, so we've got a guest today Do you know Gary, have you ever met Gary?
2: No, oh here is, he is
0: here? Gary Shit, oh, we oh, haven't shit. introduced him
2: Oh, oh, oh we'll have to do it in front of him my yeah. door's banging. Oh, crap. Okay. Sorry, hold it's on. Sorry, right. answer it. Oh, no, there's drilling as well. So there's drilling as well. Can you hear that drilling? I can't. I wonder why some people's name stays up for ages first. Are you there, Gary?
0: Oh. Or maybe it's the last time. So we got Gary Turk on today Are you
2: there, Gary? <laughs> Say it in a friendly way. <laughs> <laughs> Are you there, Gary? <laughs> are you there, Gary?
0: So Gary was a runner on series 1 of Derek. <coughs> hey. Wow! Oh. Hello, Gary.
1: Hello, David. Hello, Joe. How are you? Hi. I'm good. How are you guys?
0: Yeah, very good. very well, thank you. Thanks for coming on the pod.
1: No problem. It's an honor. I love it's it. An honor. Why yeah, it's an honor. Well, that's, it's one of my favourite podcasts. I listen to you guys quite regularly. So. I oh. feel the panic attack well up.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we struggle finding out people listen. Yeah.
0: You- Did I send you... Sean McLaughlin sent a message yesterday and said he was involved in a car accident. Oh, shit. Or, or he witnessed one, and he got out of his car to help the guy, and as he got out... We our chatterbox episode was blaring across the street, talking about Greg's. <laughs> oh, no, no. That's... <laughs>
2: oh man! Imagine that was yeah. the last thing he ever heard. <laughs> anyway, Gary,
0: David, hi. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so we were talking about what guests we like to have on, mm-hmm. and I mentioned you. Yeah, I thought I'd love to chat to you about what happened. Yeah, because I think I would have. Had some sort of breakdown, or
1: yeah, I was just because I go that way. <laughs> I I was lucky when it all happened to avoid the breakdown because I was in a bit of a bubble. Well, when it, can we so basically you explain how
2: you two know each other and all that kind of stuff? Yeah,
1: gone. Yeah,
2: no, you, you, I mean, who, you, do. No, you. <laughs> <laughs> So,
0: on series, <laughs> was it series one of Derek, or was yeah. it the pilot?
1: Well, it was both, it was the pilot and series one.
0: You were the runner, weren't you?
1: Yeah, I ran the thing.
0: You were the big guy You you ran the thing (laughs) But I remember having a chat to you I don't know if I'm allowed to say I'll cut it out But you were You were kind of saying Oh fucking hell I've got to pay my rent I don't know how to Mm -hmm. And then Maybe we finished the filming Maybe it was in the edit I don't know where it was in the. But you then made a video Yeah Called Don't Called Look Up Look Up yeah Um that went viral Overnight Went absolutely nuts And yeah. then the next time I saw you You were jet setting Left <laughs> Right And Center
2: You were smoking cigars A lot i
0: believe. in the dream <laughs> Yeah But it all happened Over 12 hours
1: Yeah Changed my name to pick. a symbol It was always <laughs> Yeah crazy. Yeah
2: What is your symbol? Uh, the at sure. I should imagine
1: <laughs> Just It's the It's just a question mark
2: Right
1: Okay <laughs> The enigma okay.
0: <laughs> so what what happened what was
1: so yeah I mean because I was I so I worked on Derek and stuff like that just in as the making the teas and coffees and banana wrangler that and I just wanted to get in because I was doing stand-up a lot and wanted to work in comedy and then got this opportunity to work on that and it's great but then as soon as I was working on that I just realized that even the career progression from that angle unless you're creating the thing Is just going to be service. Like you're just Hmm. going to be assistant director or it's all production stuff or office based. And I knew I wanted a creative job. So I loved working on it and that's how I kind of learned things, but it made me realize that God, like if I just stick at this and even if I'm really successful at what I'm doing, I'm only going to ever be working on someone else's project. And I was like, so I want to make something. And so I went from Derek and then I did comic relief and, uh, and I was did you working work on that, that
0: little sketch Ricky and Stephen did.
1: Was that? Yeah. 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 The. the Does it pop- e- Equality Street. Right.
0: Oh, well, oh, the oh, the one Equality with the yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then in between that, you did a uh, sitcom pilot with you, Gittins, the one for Channel yeah, 4. Yeah, of
2: course. Oh, well, yes. the, the taxi driver
1: one. Hmm.
2: Oh, wow. So we're so going that's... back quite a.
1: Yeah. How many years ago? Gary 10 years ago. I 10 years ago. Yeah.
2: You were so heady. Yeah. You dropped out of school, didn't you? <laughs> parents
1: didn't even know yeah um, yeah you never did yeah, secondary
2: yeah. school did you you just went from no. primary school straight to Derek yeah just <laughs> the university <laughs> of Ricky Gervais to <laughs> yeah it was, yeah, a, it was a scholarship program yeah it was it was tricky apparently because you cried a
1: yeah. um but, so, yeah, so I did that and then right. but when I was working on this stuff I was like okay, I need to make something of my own But I had no intention of, I I wasn't one of these people who watched YouTube. I didn't even understand that world or online videos. I was just making a video with no intention of where to put it or anything. I was like, so I want to make something. My plan was to make loads of things. So then I've got like a show reel of being like, here's some stuff I've written. Here's some stuff I've directed, chop it up, send it to whoever that I've met doing all this stuff. Because that's the cool thing I felt was I've got these connections now and these producers and people I've worked with that I can just say, hey, can you check this out? So I, I and then so after comic relief I quit TV and moved out of London because I just couldn't afford to be there, and I got a job as a postman, and Dude, yeah. And So really? I was, yeah, ask about like. that. Yeah. Oh, I, I actually so, loved it. It's
0: like, yeah. It's my, my postman loves it as well.
1: Yeah, I actually saw a little documentary of, uh, it's like one of these little ten-minute short things. Just I just followed a postman in like Perranporth, Cornwall, and he was like, "Yeah, oh. hey, this is my job, and I just wake up in the day and I get to know the neighbours and." I'll just yeah. do my own thing and I was Postman like Pat. Yeah, That's and he's like, and, I'm, and I'm and I'm done by midday. And yeah. I was like, Wow, I don't even get up at midday. I was like, I could have work done and have my whole day. So I thought, well, I'll do that and then I can make stuff in the day one. What I'm time finished. did you have and to start still,
2: though?
1: Uh between six and seven. Oh sure
0: what, what time of year was this?
1: Uh spring I started doing did it. You
0: wear so little cargo shorts.
2: Yeah. Did I you did. right? So I know we're going postman heavy at the moment but rather than <laughs> while you're on but I that's really why you got wanna, me on right yeah i feel like now yeah. i'm less interested in the viral video <laughs> <laughs> but did, did you did you have a beat did you have your same route
1: yeah route number 15 that was me where, all over. Where,
2: where was this
1: i did it i actually had to do it in heathfield which was the tiniest no, little oh no, well, my
2: god fuck no, no way if you've just hit the motherload. Okay, we're really? we're back on <laughs> fucking Heathfield shit. <laughs> Honestly, we've done no. four episodes on Heathfield,
1: and oh, right,
2: what? David, don't obviously we'll bleep it out. But
1: and, and my my Dave, housemate, Dave, who I lived with, was the only peace policeman that was ever on patrol. So on my lunch break, it'd be the postman and the policeman. We'd sit in his car and have you, lunch. Was it, was in this Heathfield. a
2: fictional village. <laughs> this is so weird. Right. Okay. This is men. You don't know how much we talk about Heathfield.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Bring it on. Like it's a uh...
2: right. Well, you lived in Heathfield as well, David. I didn't. You live in there. I, I lived in Hartfield. Oh, Hart. You lived in Hartfield. Shit. Yeah, of course. Uh, I was in Heathfield a week ago.
1: <laughs> I haven't this is, been back there since. This, this is so not well, blowing Gary's I did, mind. I didn't leave on good terms. <laughs>
0: Gary couldn't give a flying fuck.
1: <laughs> I've regressed it. I had to leave on bad terms. So Did you? Why? Well, you became an international superstar, I <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Got I love the idea of you getting into a limo still dressed as a postman. <laughs> just driving off.
1: Well, I almost um, like... The when this there's when I had to leave that job was because I had to phone him up because I got asked to be on BBC Breakfast and I had to deliver the mail and I had to on the day and the, and I was amazing. like, oh. whoa whoa
0: whoa whoa hold oh, your... we got to go back <laughs> yeah
1: yeah okay you're what. being you're being a postman <laughs> I How, think Gary's
0: going to come on for five episodes yeah yeah you're going to be the new you're going to be the
2: new Paul Galton I think <laughs> that, there's poet. no there's no bigger compliment Um so you're being a postman so <laughs> you can do stuff in the afternoon yeah were you living in heathfield
1: no i was living in eastbourne
2: god that's that a long a old commute
1: half hour yeah yeah about half hour 40 minutes So i had to get up even earlier i always
2: thought postman's delivered locally
1: yeah but that when i applied for the job there wasn't any spaces <coughs> so they said oh we'll put you in battle and i was like oh that's even further
2: is it so oh. i was like "Can you do doing well I don't know, I do done my geography down there. Probably about the same I don't want to but, out over it. I don't in terms of traffic. I yeah, know, Jesus. Sorry,
1: Basically, if, if you know the A27, going to Heathfield's not a route in the okay. morning. I
0: can't believe you worked in Heathfield.
1: So yes, yeah, so I just took the job in Heathfield, and uh, it was nice, though. It was just you know, very hilly.
2: Hilly? Yeah, there yeah, my are route. some hills. Yes. You need to yeah. tread very, very carefully. <laughs> David is a bit of a patron. There are that. some hills. <laughs> They're good yeah. hills, God, are they sledgeable hills in the winter, would you say can you remember
0: any roads
2: I <sighs> can't know it's ten years ago, but <laughs> how long did you do it for did you did you know any of the local did you get to know anyone
1: yeah well you, got, you get to know the people. Because I'm just doing this. I was doing one route. Some people do a different one every day because they'll cover people on their days off. Yeah. So they'll just do pick up everyone's route. Whereas I just did the same one every I've day. I've
0: always wondered, like, what day? How long does it take for you go? Oh my god, I'm going mad now. I'm doing the same route.
1: Um, or do you I'd like say it? about about two months in? You're a bit like, oh, it's like the same. But I just I had my headphones in, so I just listened to like podcasts or radio four or something like just people yeah. talking as i go around that kind of changed it up because even just listening yeah. to music sends you a bit loopy yeah because yeah. you're doing the same thing so i was doing that and then at the same time like, i was thinking like okay what am i going to film later what do i want to make and but then at the same time because i had no idea it would work or that i'd find any success i was like oh what have i done i was working like how old in are you london
2: oh god yeah you just Where- left a tv job and now you're yeah. posting yeah i've to post So
1: it's like, you know, it's cool doing a postman, but I was also like getting to hang around and be my heroes and work in the industry. I wanted to work in and see how it kind of worked. And then, and even when I left, uh, uh, Judith, the production manager on Derek and stuff, who was always helpful to get me work. She was just like, you're an idiot. What are you doing? Why have you left London? You keep doing all this. And I was like, but it's not, I'm not going to go in the direction I want to. So I'm walking around doing the post, but I'm also just like, is this the right thing to do? And I'm like, and I, I can remember walking around with these big bags of mail, and like, and just being like, I wish I, I wish I could just find a bag like this on the street, just filled with money, and then I could just make <laughs> what I want to make, and do what I want to do, because it was just, I felt like I was just gambling with my time. Um,
2: Sorry, not yeah. to laugh. At you drink. would have become a
0: bank robber if this hadn't worked. <laughs> oh, you would, would have gone.
1: I, if there was a legitimate way to do it, I would have done it. I wouldn't have what? cared. Robbed a bank. Yeah. If you right. could
2: guarantee you hadn't got you wouldn't get caught.
1: Yeah, who yeah, wouldn't? I
2: always think that.
1: Like it's all insured, isn't it? The money? It's not like taking it from someone's house. God, you've got some you've got you're quite I always
2: think like you're you're a gambler by nature then, aren't you? But you know what I mean? I always think like I'm such a steady Eddie. I'm just but, irresponsible, I think. Oh, you're I'm drawn just, to people like you because I'm not you. Oh,
1: maverick. <laughs> maverick postman. <laughs> yeah.
2: But what I love is I love the idea of people you like being like just a postman and no one knowing that all that's rattling around your head. You know yeah, what I mean? do. I Surely just... every
0: post, every person has stuff rattling around
2: their head. But like yours worked. That's yeah, what I know. I, that's that's what, what I find I mad. You didn't know
0: what was around the corner. No,
2: and you gambled. Yeah. You gambled. Well, I did. He... I did the I did the route every day.
0: Yeah, that's <laughs> lovely. Yeah. <Super. laughs>
2: <Hold on. laughs> I missed that. I don't. I, what, what did we yeah. say? <laughs> Look, <laughs> yeah. I was,
0: said you didn't know what.
2: Oh, coming around the corner! I didn't get it. Yeah, Shit! Okay. I'm annoyed at the postman joke. Yeah. <laughs> God. Um. Okay, so where I'm um, so there's so many things I'm
1: intrigued with. So you're so I so I left TV, became a postman, and I was like, and I'm going to make still. a video. Yeah.
2: Yeah,
0: but and when you say you're going to make, so what are you going to make? What? I, yeah. What I do, do you want to be? What do you want to be? I you to
1: no be a director no Right. My grand scheme of <laughs> and this is and. Uh and this is why this last year amazed me about you, David, was that my whole dream for years, even when I was at Union before TV and stuff, was like, I just want to get a film on at Sundance. I was I like, know. and I was like, I want to be one of these like indie writer directors that make like a comedy drama, and that's why I loved working on Derek and stuff. Anything that was like mixing comedy with like heart and pathos and spin meaning, that was like all I'd watch, and you know, the all the media, music I listened to. <laughs> <laughs> and like and all the music i listened to was just like acoustic indie folk like and my life would be a soundtrack i'd be walking around but oh maybe i should make a film about being a postman like oh what would be the drama in that and so and so i didn't know i wanted to make i just knew something along those lines but i I didn't know what i want to talk about and i just thought how am i gonna i can't i didn't like the gun like you're saying being a gambler but i didn't take the time to write a feature film script because i'd be like why would i spend all that time writing that in that and then that maybe never happened so I thought, well, why don't I just make something short, something small that I can but then I say, hey, look what I can I think make. that's clever,
2: because it's stepping stones, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? It's like, I remember I remember talking to a comedian, I wouldn't say his no, name, but we were driving to a really shit gig in, like, Bournemouth or something, and neither of this was neither of us had done anything, and uh, we were talking about what he wanted to do, what we wanted to do, and and I, like... He, he was he was sort of jumping miles ahead, and I was like, "There's no way."
0: Why? What did he want to do?
2: He was writing like a Marvel movie or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I was like. And that, that Marvel movie hasn't been made. Or you know, it was like a, he had this idea and he sort of talking about who he wanted to play it and it was just unrealistic, you, you know. You to, I think it was like want... Nicolas Cage or somewhere and <laughs> someone like that, and it was just bonkers and we were I'm now
0: desperate to know this.
2: <laughs> I'll tell you it is in a minute. And uh, but it was just like I was like, Why why are you writing that now? Write that when you've done like, something that... Unsteady some, oh, Eddie. <laughs> yeah, well, we we're, were on our way to a gig in Bournemouth in a pub. It just didn't feel yeah. like the next yeah. week someone was going to... Anyway, you know what I mean? Yeah. It was like, make something yeah. like you did, Gary, and then mm-hmm. and then write your Marvel movie, you know. Yeah. I just thought, does anyone... Should we say what actually happened, or is it intriguing not to quite know yet? I think it's quite... I think we've s- sown seeds. Lovely. Accidentally sown seeds. Um sorry, so I I just thought I wanted to say that sounded clever to me, what you were doing rather than writing it, it,
1: it didn't feel it, it well, it didn't feel it at the time because I didn't know what it was I was making or what I was going yeah, to do. Yeah, okay.
0: So that it might have got you could have made that and got no traction, then what? I wonder what. Yeah.
1: And I didn't yeah. in, intend to. Like it's just and I was I was I was doing stand-up still at the same time, because it's just like I've always done and didn't know where I was going to well, go. How with that. was that then, going at the time? Just horrendous like it was just i was enjoying it it was going well i felt like you know and i still i still do it now and i feel like i as i get older i just get better and i enjoy it but i'm still just like i can't be bothered like i'm not one of these people who's like gonna book weeks ahead of gigs mm. i'm just like if i see something come up i'll do it but i'm not like i know that even if the best thing happened was like i got these bigger gigs and did it more often i wouldn't be happy because it's not what i want to do it's always a stepping stone to like get an audience or to transition to doing comedy whether it's tv and then i'm like oh god have i then made the mistake that i left doing comedy tv i was mm. in that world but mm. still felt more like doing stand-up was going to get me towards making my own stuff than making teas and coffees on the sets of the shows which i was working on so i was doing that and then i was also i've got so many friends in bands and things that are like good bands and doing really well and um especially now like since then and I, they were like do you want to make a music video for us or do you want to come on tour and film us for our like a little video for online. So I was just doing anything I can to show, like I can film, I can edit, I can direct, I can Right, So I just had all these little projects on the go. And so this video look up that I made that went viral, that was the first one that I started working on. What? But the first wor- one. Yeah. Jeez. And I, what? but I worked on it for a year and now it doesn't Now It's not like, Oh, I was, it's this Mac big project. I was working on every day. I, just did it on the weekends or whenever I had an idea. Cause I didn't know what it was going to be. I'd had a feeling and I had some ideas and it was saying I felt no one was talking about the subject. And then I had ideas for shots and things. I thought, like, Oh, that'd be really clever to show that. But I had no story, I had no idea. And I would be hanging out with friends. And at the same time I'd be like, Hey, do you mind if you just do this and I'd film it. And I filmed the whole thing on one camera that cost me like 250 quid. Um, just a cheap, the cheapest, lowest range DSLR camera that I just carry around with me, and so everyone in that video is either a good friend of mine or their family. Like my nieces, my nephews, my parents are in it. Um, my girlfriend at the time is in it. My friend who popped over from Australia to visit, I got him in it. <laughs> and it's just, it was just an idea that I had. So I had like a wall mm. in my bedroom with post-it notes that every time I had an idea for a shot, I'd write it on there. So I had I started to storyboard the idea for the film before I knew what it was about, where it was going to go. And I had a bunch of shots together and I did that over months and months, just collecting them, not knowing what I'm making. And then I realized, oh, wait, I've got all these shots, but they're like just silent shots. They're not, there's no dialogue, there's no story. They're just what is this thing that I'm making? And then I thought, well, even if I wrote a script, then it's like, okay, so I've got a cheap camera, but I haven't got any. Microphone, so i not got any audio how am I going to do it then I've got to worry about all this so I just thought oh just try and make like a silent film then and then that seemed like a bad idea so I thought and I'd seen like spoken word videos and stuff online where people are like talking in rhyme over a video and I was like oh maybe I could narrate it like that and so I sat down and just thought okay so those are notes and ideas and feelings I was going to try and get across in film. So I used all my notes and I wrote look up in a day um, the whole thing from start to finish. And it was just this long spoken word poem. And it's still as long it's five minutes long, which if I'd ever thought I'm going to make this into a YouTube video, I wouldn't have been like, let's make it five minutes of spoken word verse. But I wasn't making it for that. So I just kind of put it all together and and over a year, I kind of, yeah, just made it.
0: So, so you had it already. I love the idea of you,
2: that upload to YouTube. Not knowing what's going to happen, yeah.
1: So, yeah, like towards the end, like I got all the shots together and I edited it, but then so many little things came up. Like I wanted music for it and I didn't have the money to buy the rights to any music. So I got a friend who I'd been doing music videos for and stuff to write the music. And they're in a quite a popular band now, like touring the world and doing stuff. But at the time, I don't know if they're called Tender. It's like an electronic, um, indie, electronic kind of, it's not like dance or general, anything. It's, no, so it's very general. kind of, it's very smooth. Yeah. You might like it. Yeah. Yeah, it's But nice. they're, they're in a band yeah. at the time called New yeah. Desert Blues. And it's like, they mm-hmm. changed over time, but they, and I'd done loads of stuff. Like they did a tour in Germany and I did some music videos for them. And so I just called in a favor. I was like, can you make this? But it took months. I was like, oh, have you done it yet? Have you done this kind of, can you do this? And because and I hadn't sent him a video or anything, I just said, can you, I've got this idea, can you do some music? And so I was waiting on that. And then I recorded my bit, every shot in the whole video I'm filming. And it's just on this crappy camera. And I'm using, like, there's moments where I'm using a tripod rested on a long board to try and get a steady shot. Like it's just very jerry-rigged. And uh, And then the shot of me to camera is me just sitting on a tripod and running around. And I filmed it in a, t- t- a tin shed. And the day I filmed, it was, chucking down with rain and i had to film that day because i'd I hi- hired someone who had the studio lights and stuff to light it and so when i came to edit it i just couldn't hear me talking it was just the sound of rain on a tin roof so then i had to dub so that actual video i'm not actually speaking in it that is me right. i had to dub it so it's the opposite of lip syncing i had to try and get it perfectly timed yeah and do all that and so it's all these little things and i was like what am i all the doing the all this history. why am i well, i didn't know what i was making and it wasn't until i had a version of the edit without uh the music on it that i sent to my friend and he showed and i think he put it on his computer and his girlfriend saw it and no one had seen it i just sent it to him and said hey i've done this and i'd seen all the nuts and bolts i didn't know if it was any good Uh, it was long to me and his girlfriend saw it not knowing what it was and it made her cry apparently and uh i was like oh that's a good sign i guess is that
0: the first time you thought oh my people might
1: like this there's well there's a reaction to it but my main, thought, my, my main thought my main thought wasn't even like oh my god it made someone cry this is going to be popular yeah. it's like oh if she likes it then he might actually get on with the music and make yeah, it yeah yeah i've been waiting so then he did the music um and this is all while I was being a postman <clears throat> oh, i love that i'll uh, come back
2: to that flip yeah, <laughs> This all going
1: and, on so, and so, and then my friend who done the music he was also just like we we're about to go on tour around germany again um can you come and film us? So I took two weeks holiday off from being a postman. That's like all I would have got for the year was to be like, I'm going to go film this. And even though I just had this video finished, look up and it's like, and he just finished the music and had the file on my computer. My brain wasn't even thinking about that video. I was like, what could I make this tour documentary into that could get me maybe more work? Like I was thinking more about what I was about to go film in Germany than what I had Cause I was like constantly just like, Oh, well maybe that'll be the break. Maybe this will lead to something. Cause I was thinking, okay, well if they become like the next Coldplay and I've got all this footage of them, like then I can make a film kind of thing. So I was just like bagging on them being successful yeah. and I could piggyback off the back of that. And then this film that I made. So I thought, okay, well I've made You're this piggybacking
0: build. off the back of Chatterpick. <laughs>
1: <laughs> are, fil- are you no. filming? Actually we are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, we are. But, um, so yeah, I, ju- I, so the, Day, two days before going on tour in Germany, I thought, okay, well, I should share this video. It's just sitting on a hard drive somewhere. Um, And, and I hadn't, I'd, I'd made, I'd finished it about two months before this point. It had just been sitting on a hard drive. I had nothing, I'd nothing, I'd made it, I was like, one day I'll send it to someone or I'll wait till I've made more things so I can make a show real. And uh, so I thought, oh, well, I want to share it with my friends and send it in an email to like people who I worked with abroad and what I've been working on, and just see what some people think. So I thought, well, it's a h- huge file, so I can't attach it to an email. So I'll stick it on YouTube, and then oh I can send God. them the link. And so I put it on YouTube, and then I also at the same time so I had the link, and then I thought, okay, well, I'll put the I'll put a post on Facebook to, and I've got like a private Facebook, just my friends only. And so I've got like I had four hundred and twenty-two friends, as I said.
0: When you did that, like what were you expecting were you expecting like
1: so i was just friends to go like oh well,
2: well that's done. lovely oh,
1: i enjoyed that or like oh yeah that's cool i expected even just no reaction of people being like you know was I it, went, yeah. it's you almost
2: like a soft release you know what i mean it's like you haven't really put it out to the world you just sort of put it out to friends yeah yeah, yeah, yeah it was, like, fact, it was you'd,
0: like you'd had it for two months you're just like yeah well, to me lovely. it was the
1: same as if like i just filmed a funny video of my dog and thought i'll put it share this to my friends i was like I might get a bit of, you know, attention from it or something or like people would like it. But I never thought this is going to be any more than this point of just sharing my friends and they might like it. I didn't expect any of them to even share it like that. I didn't even ask anyone to share it. I I literally posted it and just all I said was, hey, hey, guys, uh, I made this video. It might seem ironic that I'm posting it here because I thought Mm. the whole point of the video is about Mm. getting people off their phones and social media. And I thought, oh, I'm about to post it on social media. I feel like a bit of a hypocrite, just my 400 friends sharing this. So I thought I'll post it here, make a little comment on that. I said, uh, "Hope you like it." And that was it.
2: Uh, and and what so I time of the day it, was this? What time of the day?
1: Like 6 p.m. and on a Friday and, night.
2: On a Friday, and, and the YouTube which leaked, is the worst did it say "look up"? What did that say? What did the? Uh...
1: Well, the YouTube, it just said "look up." Yeah. was the name of the video. I and hadn't the, put anything else. Yeah, right. The thumbnail was just a picture of. Uh, a, a shot from the film with the words look up on it and then the description just said i think i put an online uh, spoken word film for an online generation and then i put a list of credits that was just written by gary turk directed by <laughs> gary turk and i'm just trying to rinse this and but i want everyone to know everything that i did on this and then i put uh my email address on there just on the off chance that someone somewhere might see it and think oh I'm interested in this like on a rare like if it happened but but yeah I mean I can so I had no intentions of it going viral but I used to joke because I remember sitting there with my friend when he was writing the music and I was listening and he was like what do you think about this and he was just like stopping every now and then and like putting the tv on and or he'd be like should we go out and get some food and i'm just like and i've been waiting for mumps gets music so i jokingly said like come on you'll be glad when this has got like 10 million views and mm-hmm. my mate who was on the sofa like playing the xbox just like laughs his head off as he says that we're making this video and that was the only moment i was like even jokingly referred to the idea this could be a successful video and so i put it online and there's nothing in the description no nothing yeah and then uh the next day hang on I had to- hang on hang on six so you put
0: it online how often were you checking it in the first hour to see if people would lift a like or
1: i think i spent like 10 minutes 15 minutes just refreshing but i didn't know the world of youtube i didn't really know about how it worked or like the idea that this i i didn't this is one thing from the start. i didn't monetize it i didn't uh expect people that i didn't know to see it so i was more refreshing facebook to see if my friends yeah. had liked it or i got yeah. comments i wasn't particularly paying any attention to youtube and uh, and this is the thing that if i did it today i don't think it would be as popular because i put a youtube link on facebook and if you do that now it gets restricted because they're competition you can't play well, it in facebook you'd have to leave facebook Right. Because back then I could put a YouTube video on Facebook and people would watch it there and then. Right. So there's no reason to go off and like look at the views or look at yeah. anything. Right, I was just looking at the comments. And so... And was
0: Sorry jumping in. Was there a point in that evening we we did forget about it and just get on with your night and go out or whatever? And...
1: Yeah, or like we... I remember that night my friends, my housemates, I lived with a guy and, and his girlfriend came over and they... Cooked dinner and i remember sitting around the table and we're uh, oh, and all this is um, going on while you're having smoke ball yeah like it was just a normal do you remember that's... what you had for tea yeah curry they make curry versed you make what sorry curry what curry versed you know what curry is, is?
0: sausage
1: curry yeah it's like a it's like a german dish where they chop up a bat verst and put it in curry sauce and we like curly fries
0: <laughs> good joke
1: <judge. laughs> it's i <not that> dribbled <laughs> I genuinely tripped. That sounds—it is, <laughs> is so good.
2: So I'm focusing on the wrong bit of this story, but that sounds. <laughs> <laughs> um, sounds amazing. Oh my god!
0: So
1: you're having curry first, yeah? And all this—and
0: outside in the. Uh, oh my
2: god! And so and
1: then, but it, this—it did take days for it. It didn't. It wasn't like overnight. Oh, was it it not? was okay because this is the funny thing. Like, so the next day I had tickets to go see it was Sundance London and this is when it was on at the O2 and I went to that and I saw um, I think it was Mike Babiglia's seat walk with me and I was up, and like they were there like Mike was there and he did an interview with Jimmy Carr and I was just like watching this and like talking about how he did stand up and I he's made this film at Sundance and even though I got this film on Facebook I'm just like oh I just wish I could just have a film or make something that I want. and I, I didn't even think Look Up was like that and so I was watching that, spending the whole day at this event being like, this is what I want to be doing.
2: So, so how many views had you had at that point?
1: About the, the next 500, night. maybe.
2: Okay, so no, so nothing really had happened. Okay, so no, nothing no. was
1: happening during the break, oh, the no.
2: curry version.
1: Okay. No. Okay. So, so, yeah, that night I was lucky that, you know, I didn't even expect. I mean, that is more than Friends than I had. So as soon as it got over, like, 400, I was like, "Wait, either they're watching it multiple yeah, times okay. or so people that I don't know have watched it. But I didn't, it wasn't shit to me because I wasn't expecting it to be a YouTube video. I wasn't trying to get subscribers or viewers (laughs) or anything. I was like, this still to me was a thing I was going to email people and try and be like, hey, and is this anything? It was going to be the thing that gets me to make what I want to make, not not be the end goal. And so the next day after Sundance was then I went to the airport to go to fly to Hamburg to meet my friends on tour and film them. And and that next day it had a thousand views, and I remember that because I was like, it's doubled in a day, and that's more than friends I've got. And I can remember walking through Gatwick Airport, being like, I wonder if anyone notices me. <laughs> <laughs> and it had a thousand views. <laughs>
2: And I was like, being um, like,
1: maybe this is a thing. <laughs>
2: maybe you got ahead of yourself at that point, to be fair. Maybe. <laughs> to be fair.
1: <laughs> so then I jumped on the plane to meet my friends in Germany. Now, it's I true, was.
0: If it, sorry, it's your first thing you've yeah. done. Yeah. You haven't got a big audience to send it out to for a thousand years. Yeah, that's not that is, that is that yeah. is Like yeah. four
1: figures. And I was just like, and I'd not seen that. Anything I'd ever made had got like 36 likes or it had the, the amount of views would be less than friends I've got. So for it to pass that, I was like. Yeah, that's. People
2: are watching So you're already, this. you're already like, oh, this has gone better than anything I've done,
1: basically, yeah. Yeah, and then to me, if it ended then, I would have been like, oh, that, was, that cool. was cool. Yeah, right, right, okay. And so then, so I jumped on a plane to Germany, and then because I was so skint, I couldn't afford, the, this is before the EU roaming thing came in. I couldn't afford a data bundle on my phone. So I basically went to Germany without having access to my phone oh, or lovely. emails or anything. Yes. And this, I was in like a hotel. So whenever it was only when we we're like checking into hotels and there's free Wi-Fi in the lobby only. That's when I was being able to see stuff.
2: I still do that and now.
1: And so I can remember like getting to Germany and like meeting the guys and being like, Have you got, did you see the video I put out the other day? And they're like, No, no, we've been quite busy. (laughs) Like, and it's like their moment, like they're on tour, they're seeing their fans every night, they're doing this stuff. And I'm like, Oh man, I did this thing. But then I remember the first night we were sat together in like, we we're all with the band and people were just sat in the hotel lobby while the manager was like checking in, sorting the rooms out and we had the wifi. So everyone's like checking their emails and doing stuff because we we're all just skint bastards. We haven't had the internet for hours. And then I checked in on it and it had like 2,500 views. And I was like, Oh man, like this is, it's moving. And so and I showed it to the guys. We were all sat really around in nervous this for you yeah.
0: really and, nervous. and
1: they all, everyone watched it at the same time. So I was like, hey, check it out. Cause I finally had a break. We had the internet and I was like, I made this video and I was that's like, I've got 2,500 views on this. Check this out. And they watched it and they're like, yeah, that's, that's good. That is. And one of them was like, Oh, you should, you should stick that on Reddit or something. And I'm like, I don't know what Reddit is. I'm not going to do that. I don't understand it. And I think one of the band members was like, I'll share it. So they started sharing it and they started posting it to their friends and then I started to get comments when I checked in then as well i had I had one friend who like messaged me be like, "Mate, I showed this to my mum," and she cried and friend people were messaging me saying, "Oh, that was really good, oh, I didn't expect that and all this kind of, and then I started to get messages from people rather than just likes and views and so, and so then I started to see people sharing it and then um the next day, like waking up going down to the lobby, checking in again, it had like ten thousand views like so imagine then I was like oh man, and I checked my emails and even though it's only 10,000 views, I had one email from some guy who works for some local newspaper in Denmark who was like, oh, I've seen <laughs> your video and would love to share and talk about it. Can I, if there's a chance we can get a quote and a photo of you. And I was just like, oh, well, you're paper. just a
0: little, you're a postman, like, Gary.
1: <laughs> 10,000 views and like people in Denmark are like, and I was like, oh, this is weird that someone, how did they even find it kind of thing? And it's only 10,000 views. And so I was like, Oh man, that's mad. And I was like, Oh, that's kind of interesting though. But I was like, okay, again, every stage was like that was <coughs> it. that was gonna be the yeah. peak. You thought that was it? You thought, okay, it's gonna yeah. plateau now, do you think?
0: Yeah. Yeah. But you would, wouldn't you You'd expect to just to... peak And to, so
1: yeah. the next day, it then I check in on my phone again. And this is what I was in a bubble, like protected from it all. I didn't I wasn't there oh, I refreshing I, right, I couldn't, right, yeah. I wasn't following along. I think if it happened now, I would have gone insane. Like you hear about the guy who did that, you remember that like Coney 2012 viral oh, video, yeah. right? What was that? And he got found, like, because it went. It was like a charity campaign. He was naked, video. wasn't he? Walking. Yeah, around he the got found running around Venice Beach naked, just yeah. gone crazy because his video had hundreds of millions of views and like yeah. all this exposure suddenly, and he just couldn't hack it. And I was like, if I hadn't gone to Germany, I probably would have been running around Brighton naked. <laughs> <laughs> Shame. Shame. <laughs> Well, we would have got you on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's hear <see> another story. <laughs> yeah, I'd have, I'd have yeah. followed you interviewing you. <laughs> the naked postman. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I kind of I was protected by that. And then the next day it had like 100,000 views. Wow, okay. And I was then getting the messages, and this was a sign from friends going like, I just saw a friend of mine share your video, and they don't know you. Right. right they just shared yeah, it yeah. on their own. Oh, that's like, like that's Friends were deal, seeing it? it. yeah come from other places yeah. and i was like oh man this is crazy but the thing is i was so i filmed all day though all this thing was like "Right, i need to get the cameras charged i need to empty the hard drive i need to film the band also uh we had an extra car that we needed so i was like doing driving duties every now and then so i was driving like six hours to the next gig like not checking my phone not thinking about it must be
0: feeling quite a little bit of confidence coming into you
1: <laughs> also why am i driving I was- these bastards i'm viral <laughs> I was like, well, it was, I didn't even think of it as like viral at that point. I was like, well, this is kind of. Do you think it's getting a lot of, sort of views thing, and people then? are talking about it? H- has that had
2: that term to me, not Viral really was kind of. You know, viral now is. Oh, no, it was back then. Oh, was it? it? I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Was,
1: yeah. but, I, but to me, I thought a viral video was either had to be like a cat that is just like playing the keyboard kind of thing, like an mm. off, like you've been framed type video. Right. Or it would be like a clip from the X Factor or the World Cup right. or something, yeah. but would just go mad i didn't think a video that i had made was you know it's like a music music videos get loads of views and people are just like oh that's just what they do i didn't think it would have any attention so i then uh was carrying on doing the tour kind of stuff and then this is so the fourth day it had like half and it's just it would constantly every day it would like double it had like half a million views fucking hell and i was just like okay and that's when i started thinking in my head i was like oh, i'm like that's how many wembleys is that and yeah, I was like, then I was right, thinking about right, the people. Right. Then I was like, but yes. so then it started changing my head in terms of not even just like the career or future was going on. I was just like, how many people is that yeah. that is watching this? And that's when it started going fast because then that's when people that had like followers started sharing it. And so what that's were they sharing when, it on, like Twitter and things like that? Yeah. And really? a lot of it was just was, and it was one of those things where people were just sharing without comment. So I was like, "Yeah." Like Andy Murray just tweeted it, just the link, and he hadn't tweeted in like two years, and he just tweeted like this one to what the video. Fe-
0: what were you feeling? Were you were you feeling like you were losing a bit of control? Or were you just excited by it all?
1: I was like giddy with excitement. I was like, "This is like a thing I made. People are liking it," and I was like, "Oh, there's a, there's a glimmer of hope here that like I could maybe." do something with this and i was hoping this is just going to get me a meeting when i get back or this is going to leave i didn't There was no way that i thought this was it's a youtube video it wasn't going to make any money wasn't going to make me a career and i didn't follow youtube i didn't even know that was a thing (laughs) i never even looking at subscribers i didn't know to monetize it i didn't know to like that to follow up with another video like i didn't make another video for six months after this (laughs) yeah but yeah. um so yeah so it was just this madness that was just blowing up and uh yeah I guess the seeing famous people sharing it and stuff and like getting dms from people just like oh that was really cool and like kind of a bit mad like getting messages from like Darren brown and pop stars in america and stuff like just uh, just dropping in and just saying stuff and I was just like what is-? but the thing is I was completely protected because I had to see all I had like a half hour window every day where I could look at all this stuff because I literally had a band. I love that you're doing like, that. Hired me to be there. That was like, we've got to load in. We've got to do a sound check. We've got. Can you film yeah. this? Can you come take a photo for us? Can you come and drive here? And I was like, and then my best mates. And also, I was there uh, to do a job. I was just like, okay, th- this can wait till I get back. And I was kind of just really enjoying myself, not being doing the the postal route every morning. And I was like, getting to like film stuff. So I was like, not even wanting to. Run home because I was like, I booked two weeks off. I'm getting to do this kind of cool stuff in Germany. Get to film every day. If I go back, imagine
0: doing the postal route whilst. It was- oh yeah, sorry. that would have been amazing yeah. as well.
1: That I uh, I think it would have been so hard to just walk around and not like check your phone or to carry on come back the next day kind of thing. Whereas I had friends that were dependent on me. We had to keep moving, and literally, I was I had no my phone did not work. I was in another country, and uh so it was kind of it did save me and I'm kind of grateful for that bubble because, you know, I've made videos since and you do just sit there refreshing and you kind of overthink it and you worry and you're like, oh, like, and it, we can get into other videos after if you want, but it's just, it walked my brain in terms of, like, the measures of success and what works and it's oh, just, was it, yeah, horrible. Tough. But, um, yeah, so then so the fifth day is when it happened, like, I hit, I was in Berlin and we did a show and i remember afterwards we'd met some like local fan who like wanted to show the band around germany and go for a night out and so we went to a bar and they had wi-fi i was like i'm just going to check in and we saw it had like 900 and like 50,000 kind of thing we're like oh my god is it going to get to a million and i at no point even all this way i thought would it ever reach that million mark yeah and so we were sat in a bar in berlin just watching it, waiting for it to tick over to a million.
2: Oh, you saw it going up? You watched it go up? Yeah,
1: because we finally had Wi-Fi, we were in a bar, and then everyone's attention suddenly hit, because everyone was like, no, wait, is it going to? Because even oh. though it was going popular, we were like... So you're like, I was with a band, Like the band, they, they get like hundreds of thousands of views, but it never gets to like a million on like their music stuff.
2: Sorry, do you say you're on 950, 950,000?
1: Yeah, because oh, it was going fast. So we were like, this is going to happen. So you,
2: you thought... Oh my god! So it could happen. We Sorry, are you seeing the numbers? Do you have to refresh, it? and it would? Go well, yeah, up, we were right? just refresh it. Like yeah.
1: there, I know now, there are websites for like tickers that you can literally watch them kind oh, of that go. Would Whereas then I was just like dragging down, just refreshing it, just refreshing it, and you were watching it change all the oh, time. Like watching, it was just constantly going. That's like watching a so, brilliant World Cup game or something. Just so then, and so my friends all got like everyone had a whole load of like tequila shots ready. Oh. We were like, right, as soon as this hits a million, <laughs> we're celebrating, and that's it. And I tell you what, it hit a million views, the tequila went back, and then I do not remember the rest of that (laughs) night. But what I do remember is waking up, feeling horrendous, like the most hungover I've ever felt. But then in the hotel, knowing we've got to go and drive to the next town, like six hours away, immediately after, like, we've only got like an hour to get up, get washed, get ready to go, check our emails. And then I've got to get in the car and then I'm driving. So I can't even check my phone. Um, so then, but I woke up. This is the morning after it hit in a million and I opened up YouTube being like, Oh God, I wonder if it's like a million, 100. Now I wonder like how fast is it going up? And it had 10 million views. <laughs> you went from one to 10 overnight. In a day, in a day. Yeah. 5th of May. 2014, and I know this because every year it's in people's like Facebook memories and stuff. So on the 5th of May every year we get like this burst of just like people discovering it again, and it's just that day was just insane. But that's when it. So imagine all those emails, all those messages, all the thing. It was then ten times. So my emails filled up. I had people jumping in on me. Moment when you saw because you're hung over, you so anxiety panic. and everything. So yeah, so, I was like, I, I was, I was hung over, so I felt sick. I was panicking. That I was like, suddenly this is a thing that's bigger than me that needed a response. Because before I was like, oh, this is cool. I can show off about this. I can deal with this when I come home. And then suddenly I'm like, I've got like the Today Show emailing me in America. I've got people saying, you need to monetize this. These agencies coming and saying, we want to represent you. We want to come and deal with this. I opened up my emails and had all this stuff that I'd like you know it's a dream in a way to suddenly have this response and this and these options and this attention but i felt sick i had to get washed i had to get ready and i had to go drive a car for six hours to get this band to the next show and i was like how am i going to do this and i and it, that it was just panic station. stations so was like right, who can i call and i called judith the production manager from Derek, because i was just like i don't know she's always had my back she kind of seemed like she knew stuff like connections and people it's just like i don't know what i'm doing here i was taking skype calls with what they call multi-channel networks the people that monetize your videos for you so i didn't make any money for the 10 first 10 million views and then i needed to switch it on because they were like if this does it again the next day people emailed me saying this is what you'd be earning and oh, like unless we us, switch it on tell us, tell us, well it's you know it's, you're talking tens of thousands a day like If it's doing 10 million a day, but it didn't. It didn't do this. Ever
0: done. <laughs> <laughs> Please go viral. Like you can you can work out
1: any video, you can work out what someone's own owns if you know what it earns, but it completely depends on the level of the ads that are on there, the type of ads, whether they're the thirty second ones, the click through ones. So it's you can work out a ballpark of what someone will Gary, earn. Gary, Gary,
0: Gary, if you'd monetized it, what would you have? Yeah, what's about?
1: the first ten million what, if you'd monetized in it? In that first curriculum. First ten the first yeah. ten million, you, you look like fifteen thousand quid. Which to me was like, yeah, almost what I was earning a year. <laughs> like yeah. the whole time I was working in TV, I was so if like you twenty thousand a year. It,
0: you would have got fifteen thousand pounds.
1: Yeah, and I didn't. Um, but then and I had you will so
0: always lose out on that
1: first ten million, Because they've
2: something. seen it, haven't they? Yeah,
1: yeah. But it yeah. turns out I could have maybe claimed it. But this is, and we don't have to get into all of this. But then when a channel takes over the ownership to my advertise on, so a ch- network has to claim your channel to put their ads on it. And so what the rights I could have had. They could have claimed that money for me, but it would have wouldn't have been for them. They had no desire for it, and it was all happening in the background. I was busy that they just discarded it, so it just kind of the option got lost. So, so that yeah. first,
0: sorry, that first day you were panicking. Like how long before you rang up Judith? Like in the first hour, or it took? Yeah, you? yeah.
1: Well, I only had an hour before I woke up. Before we had to be right. in the car, and I knew I'd be six hours without a phone. Like because i suppose you've got yeah thousands. i was like emails i had i was getting judith from the phone i was having the people from these networks jumping on skype giving me the hard sell saying this is the percentage you'll get this is the money you'll make Like you could get this tomorrow if you turn up now don't waste it you've already lost this you could make sense. So this you know because they just want their percent. So you
2: know if it, if you if if you don't do something there, the next six hours you could lose
1: like five grand or something. Yeah. yeah. Hell. And I didn't know, and I had to, and I'd have to sign a thing, and oh, I didn't know if I was signing my life, life away. Yeah, like, yeah. cut forward three years later, I'm suing them to try and get out of this arrangement because I did sign a dodgy deal and it cost me thousands to try and get out, and it and it was the worst experience of my life. But I didn't, and so at the time I was scared of that, and it did happen, but that's you know it's not be all and end all it was just a dodgy contract that meant i could have been doing certain stuff that i wasn't able to do because they had so much power over me yeah and the video oh which is annoying people but yeah so like the dreams and stuff i had to do with the video some of them just didn't get to happen because of that oh. um, so you rang up but, judith to get yeah. some
0: advice mm-hmm.
1: mm. and then she put me on with uh <laughs> yeah yeah and and uh and just getting advice and and I sent over the contract that they wanted me to sign immediately this network to them and they were looking at it and it's like we haven't seen one of these this is so new like this whole company's just to monetize YouTube videos and ads and stuff and they were like just and there was not much talk of and they were being all like oh it's just the channel you own the intellectual property it's your film you've right to do what you want you can do your thing whatever you do we don't we're only going to claim money from ads on your channel which turns out to be absolute ball in the future um, and the way things are done. So, yeah, but I just, so I like, okay, but I, and I had to make the decision. I had due to be like, oh, I don't know, you should think about it. You know, we haven't seen one of these before and I'm like losing this money and I've got an hour, Well, by this point, I've got half an hour before I've got to be in the car. Oh my and so God. so I just signed it and I was like, I need to do this. But um, you know, it, I'm glad I did because it's it's better to have, have had that money than no money at all. Um, because even if I did have a bit more freedom in terms of the contract to make stuff in the future, that money allowed me to then leave the job and to keep making stuff and do things because it's just – but I do regret signing that one. I could have signed the exact same contract with another company with better terms. Now I know. But like now I'm completely independent. I'm not with anyone. I'm like, no, I don't need you. Like, yeah. Oh, good. Myself. So um, what was that
0: journey like, the six hours without Wi-Fi? In?
1: Just in my own head constantly the band was sick of it they were like because as well it's like stealing their thunder in a way yeah, it's yeah. like they're on tour and like yeah. they're performing so i didn't want to, have to keep going on about my success when they're like they've been waiting a year to come on tour and do stuff were they so was like a
0: bit off with you in that. no
1: moment? no they were supportive they were lovely but i had i was like just weary in my own head that I didn't want to make it about me um so then i was just sitting there driving if anything i talked to their the band's manager was there and he was like just give me some tips and but he's in the music industry he didn't know anything about this kind of stuff at the time this was all so new this is 10 years ago like facebook wasn't even 10 years old at this point youtube had like had only just started having the monetization program for a few years like people didn't know what was going on and so then I was just driving in my own head being like well oh, you know i've got a million views and i didn't even still didn't know to look at subscriber count i didn't know about followers this whole time uh, my social media was on private um so I, I wasn't getting followers from people um like my Instagram was just I left down on private for like two years because I was paranoid that I would made this look up video and as soon as people realize I'm sharing photos of my food and my dog and all this kind of stuff they'll be like who's this hypocrite so I kind of just wasn't building up this following but I was still thinking like this many people what could I do and all I could think driving was this like feeling that I want to do if I made this and it's really popular then maybe I can do like a Kickstarter campaign to fund a feature film to put into like Sundance or something one day I was still just thinking like what's the next how can I get to where I wanted to be off the back of this yeah it's just and then so it did 10 million the next day and then it just kept going so then by the time I got back from Germany a week and a half later it had about 35 million views and then so stuff kind of and then it was more you know you need a publicist you need this you need to do that and then before I knew it I was like on BBC World News, like, being interviewed. And then I was doing, like, BBC Breakfast. And but
0: how did that feel, though? Good morning, thought, Britain. What was that like? I mean, were you sleeping at this time?
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, I had no, like... I, I feel think, like I had my like,
0: adrenaline was just... I'd yeah, just be...
1: I feel like it was... All of this excitement and this craziness was drip-fed to me because I was in Germany without my phone. It saved me. And I've always said it's completely saved me that I could have probably you know, blown up or gone crazy or been tried to be too quick or do whatever. Like I was literally yeah. given time to stop long drives to think and process. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. And yeah. That was, able, it It's just kind of I had these like moments of like craziness and then like all my, and imagine having, I was li- I was sharing hotel rooms with four other people on this tour to like save money. And we were just, I was around eight of my best friends 24 seven for two weeks while this happened imagine if i was on my own in my bedroom having to get up to go to work the next day all this is blowing up no one to really talk to and just i'm just 24 7 looking at the computer yeah six days six hour drives to think to myself and to then chat to my friends and then let them have the attention because they were on tour and make it and film them make it all about them make them look good it just kind of decompressed me so, when I came back, I was like sleeping well. I was already, I was just like, right. and I just didn't have a clue. So, I was just like, you tell me, what do I do? Where do I need to go? And what how nice long did happen?
2: that go on for the kind of melee? How long did you did it stay going? I'm doing beauty. How long did you stay the world obsessed mm, it with? It was
1: crazy from like mm, a couple of months, couple like of May months? to July. Yeah, of like just constant, like everything was revolving around this video and going to meetings. You were sent around the world, weren't to- you? yeah that more came later though that was like but the weird thing is no I wish there was some company out there that spots when someone goes viral and then is like impartially gives them advice from experience because no one said to me oh by the way you know that video you made and it just made all that money you can post another one and if those people everyone that comes to watch that video is probably going to see what else you've got and watch another one and then you'll get a following subscribers I never I wasn't a follower of YouTube I didn't know how YouTubers worked i made one video and I didn't post another one for six months and then didn't post another one for six months after that. And I still wasn't like checking the subscriber count. Cause I was just like, I didn't even know really what that was.
0: I remember seeing you Gary in between the first and the second video.
1: I popped, oh. I came to the second seat. I came to set. Was that where it was when I came to Derek? I think it was
0: in Brighton. I think you came to a gig or we met in a pub or something. Yeah.
1: I can't remember, you know,
0: and I remember just, we were chatting about what the fuck is next following yeah. up and the pressure. Yeah, creating the pressure yourself. Because I was just like,
1: I didn't really. There was a. a, I should have just. I could have posted anything in the days after, and like, and given myself that freedom of like, oh, he posts a lot. Some of it be up, some of it be down, and that people stick with you. Because I just went so long without, and then suddenly knowing had to post another one, the pressure was right huge to do a follow up, and I was like, I just need to do something different or about a different subject. And then, and all these brands were coming out as well and saying, can you make a video about this? Can you make a video about that? And we'll pay you to, can we have a video on your channel? And half of them are just getting the idea that they saw my reach suddenly and the people that were coming to the channel, they didn't really care about what it was. And I just didn't want, until I had an idea, I didn't want the, you know, not post for six months. And then suddenly it's an advert, it's like, Hmm. so I didn't do any of the brand stuff that came in.
0: Yeah. So you lost Um, out. Obviously, on lots of money then. Yeah, I, I, could, would you, what, I what would you could have been huge. It could have been, huge, could have been loads it. of deals
2: would, and stuff. Would you have done those? Looking back, would you have done something with them? Now, do you think?
1: I mean, looking back, I, <laughs> I mean, if I look right back, I probably wouldn't have put it on YouTube. This is a crazy, a weird thing. I probably wouldn't have put it on YouTube. I would have submitted it as a short film to festivals because that would have then lent me in the direction that I wanted to go. Oh. In. Whereas there's a stigma attached that this is just a YouTube video.
2: Really? Even do you reckon even now?
1: And it's free on the internet and it's like it's not and it's just a flash in the pan homemade thing. That even if I'm like as a writer and as a director and I wanted to make this film and it's got this narrative to it and it's put together and it's edited, it's not just like this viral caught on camera thing, that it's still in that genre of like it's just a YouTube video. Does it so, still
0: feel like that now, YouTube? Yeah. Does it really?
1: Yeah, I guess. Well, for me, I don't yeah. people's experiences are. Yeah. But oh, funny, even it's after funny. all that
2: sort of essential success on YouTube, you'd still done it.
1: Yeah. And it's the like, what it's gone on to do. Like, it's now that video is taught in schools around the world. Like, it's in the curriculum in the US. So, like, 13, 14-year-olds have to what, and they get sent. There's textbooks, and there's, like... And they have to watch the video and answer questions. And he's like, yeah, in in America, Germany, um, like, I think, uh, Portugal, certain countries that it's actually, I mean, a lot, all over the world teachers are just showing it to their kids and saying, check this out, enjoy it. But in some places, actually in the curriculum. And the thing about (laughs) that is it kind of gets me because I'm like, wait, that's cool because then it's like, I'm like the new of mice and men type (laughs) thing. But then he had a book that they all had to, Buy and it went in all the schools <laughs> yeah, and i've yeah. just got this youtube link that they just watched i get nothing from like this being this big thing in all these schools and all i get is emails from kids who can't can't bother to do their homework who are just like can you answer these questions for me that i've been asked to work out and uh yeah and then and it's also the whole um like speaking side of things which has kind of ended since the pandemic but for like yeah that's when i was you, did, setting, you did a was, lot of that didn't you what,
2: what, what, did, just, what, did, what did you do to it
1: just to go and perform the poem live or to go talk about the experience or some companies were like you know i was getting invited to like all these big tech companies who are like trying to show that they've got this ethical like compass where people are trying to get suddenly scared of their phones technology like well if we get this guy to come along as like a consultant or to talk at our event so i was like performing in like forests in california on top of mountains in utah but Gary, you
0: wrote this in 24 hours you wrote the you know in a day so how did you feel like a fraud going over there or did did you feel
1: kind of because i didn't even edit a single you know when you write something you put it away you go back over it you cut stuff out like if i'd known that it was going to be i wasn't making a youtube video if i'd known i've been like my well, five minutes is too long now like now i get all in my own head being like oh it needs to be really good within the first few seconds and can't be too long, and they'll come off. It. And I'm like, if I'd thought about any of that stuff, would it have been as successful? And uh, yeah, so I just kind of, at the time, it was just this thing that I wrote in 24 hours and didn't polish up or anything, and it happened to work. How and now kids are like, kids are studying every line of it, <laughs> and like the intention and the meaning, and like, and I see the essays that they write that people put online and stuff. They're like websites you can go on, you know, where you pay to like have someone else cheat and you can buy an essay.
2: Yeah,
1: but, like I've seen like essays on my work that I managed to read that people have written. And I'm like, no, I didn't intend any of that, but it's, you know, you whatever you think. And it's just, yeah, it's mad. That's the whole. Uh,
0: when you were asked to speak about it around the world, I mean, how did you feel doing that? Were you Did you have confidence turning up at these?
1: A oh, complete s- imposter syndrome that I like shouldn't. Yeah. Like, because you've got to think, let a year, a a year to the point where I'm like sat on, like I was on like the one show and stuff, and like doing like the station and like do all these TV shows talking about this film. A year before that, I was.
2: I was gonna say you were talk, I, talking I about. Was being a you, I was
1: getting you a tea and a banana. Yeah, what's like, wrong with that?
2: For no, like that's... has <laughs> that ever come up in the chat? I, <laughs> in, I was, I was
1: invisible. I was this. I went from being invisible. to, like highly hey, visible. I noticed you, Gary,
0: on set. Don't worry about don't that.
1: We had, we had our rapport. <laughs> you, like I remember, yeah, you and, and Brett Goldstein were just like the nicest people on that set. They're just like, oh, I felt like I had friends there. Like, <laughs> putting that on a loop. You and, and Brett Goldstein were just like the nicest people on that set. They're just yeah. like, I felt like I had friends there. Yeah. Like Brett Goldstein were just like the nicest people on that set. They're just like, yeah. I felt like I had friends there. Like you and, and Brett Goldstein were just like the nicest people on that set. They're just like, I felt like I had friends there. Like,
2: oh yeah, nicest people on
0: the set. Come on, come on. The nicest person on the set. Me make my yeah. Oh, nicest people on the set. Ooh,
1: no, it, really, it, it made a huge difference though when I was like feeling like, is this what I want to be doing? I'm like, and you guys were just so like humble and nice and offered loads of advice and... And I was, and it's, it was always interesting as well, being like, "Oh, am I in the right place and what I'm doing?" And sometimes you'd be sat there and, and you'd be in your own head, being like, "Am I in the right place? Am I doing the <laughs> right thing?" And I'm like, well, if he's Literally if he's doing the dream and he's speaking, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, What are you just, it what was you're really doing
2: important. now off the back of it? What's your life been since
1: then? Just yeah, what has it been? It's, just, it's, the, it's just, when people ask me what is my job and kind of stuff, or like trying to meet people is always the hardest thing. Cause it is like, I'm living off the back of look up like that. I'm, I, I make videos and stuff still, but I've not posted anything publicly since like 2017 now. And that's and partly because I then 2018, I did a whole year of just live stuff. Right. Doing like I did like an hour long, like, like show. It was like a mix of like a keynote speech with, uh, videos and performances and stuff and i got to kind of go at different events I, was, I wasn't popular enough to like tour it under my own name kind of thing i'd go and do like festivals or events or conferences and they'd put it in the schedule and so i go around the world doing that so i didn't really make any videos then and then 2019 i did a ted talk i got invited to go do that was kind of cool and then again everyone i got asked to do ted talks for years but they were wanting to be to talk about look up and i was just like i don't just want to be I wanted to be a filmmaker and a writer and make stuff in that style with that emotion, that feeling. Whereas I was becoming the expert on social media and phones and things. And I was like, I don't want to be that. Right. Um, So when I got asked to do TED Talks, I was always like, no, because I don't want to do it on that. And until one of them was like, hey, look, just come do what you want to do. Talk about what you want to talk. So I was like, oh, let me show that I can do emotion and feeling and story on something completely different. So I did a TED Talk. And then like two months after that was the pandemic. And then that was a struggle because I had, I was doing stuff for brands and things like companies were I'd fly like British Airways flew me to New Orleans because I had a new route. So I talked in like poetically about going to experience a new culture and they made a video out of it. And there's companies like outdoor retail companies where they're trying to sell like outdoor clothing. So I'd go do a video about being in nature and do stuff and then they do that. So I had all these kind of things lined up and then in the pandemic, all the live stuff, all of that just ended. And then I had, because i'd taken myself off of youtube so i wasn't making any money on there i hadn't my audience had dwindled i had no engagement i was relying so does on all the, the live the audience
0: work. leave you on youtube if you're not posting now do people well, literally think about unsubscribing if
1: i don't want? think they do it's all the it's, it's all the algorithm in the background like it's it's restrictive so I, I had a youtube partner uh manager for a while they when you're big enough on youtube they give you a one-to-one person to like advise you and guide you and give you tips and do this stuff. And they were, they told me all the insides of it. And they're like, look, if you post every day, you're going to get hundred percent of your subscribers will be notified. If you post once a week, maybe like 75%. If you don't post that often, um, you know, some of them who've recently looked at your videos will be engaged. If you don't post often at all, then it's just going to be organic reach. And the more you post, they're going to put you on the homepage. They're going to put you in a recommended videos because all YouTube's goal is to get people on there as often as they can for as long as they can and get them coming back. So if you're not posting regularly, they don't want people to watch you over someone else. They would rather you go to someone who's going to get you to come back every day. So they really incentivize you posting regularly and often. And also they're like, if it's going to be over so much long, we're going to put so many ads in it. And the more ads, the more money we'll make. And then the more it will get shared because they want to make the revenue. And it's just it just was destroying all my creativity in terms of like I'm only making stuff to service the machine my creative decisions are being influenced by whether I think anyone's going to see it or not or where is it going to be placed or how what am I going to call it or what's the opening line going to be and
0: oh my god like
1: uh, and it's just oh. yeah I found it really hard now at one point I tried to I was like okay so I've worked with a manager that we're going to do weekly so I posted a video every week for like two and a half months and I saw it that like my subscribers grew um, and I was doing all the stuff, they wrote like Q and a videos and things, and then get to know me. So my subscribers were growing views were getting a bit better, but then I just felt terrible and I wasn't making what I wanted to make. and It wasn't good. So I just, after two and a half months, I just stopped. And then I've not, po- and then I was like, I was just going to make stuff when I want to make something. So I didn't post for almost a year. had an idea to interview my granddad in a home with his friends because I just wanted to make a video and I hadn't posted in ages so I made that and all my videos as well before that were doing like tens of thousands to hundreds of thousands and to me I was like when my first video after look up did half a million views and I was like oh it's failed what a flop because I'd compared it to what I'd done before
0: oh well, honestly when you and so posted that second video the pressure on you uploading it and
1: yeah I literally went, I was, I got put on Good Morning Britain to promote a YouTube video after one video on YouTube that I hadn't planned on making. So she's sitting there talking about my upcoming video to Ben Shepard on a sofa. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, do people come on here to promote their YouTube videos? I was like, the pressure on it was insane.
0: Oh my God. And do, were you happy with it when you put this out? Or were you like, oh, how are you feeling?
1: No, I didn't like it. I didn't know like, it wasn't what I was just felt pressured like six months so I had to do something I had to put something out and it wasn't it didn't have the story like look up started as a love story that then grew into like this message and the meaningful it had a twist in it had a narrative it's and this other one was just just me ranting about like I think it was on commercialization or something It it's called live rich it was all about uh you know spending less and living rich and just kind of so when you got half a million just,
0: did that drive you to do another one or were you like i'm out fuck it
1: i had no real incentive to yeah until i had an idea and then six months later i think it was when there was an election on i was like i'm gonna I want, I, that was when i had like it was more just doing purpose-driven videos where i was like i want young people to engage in politics a bit more and vote so i thought i'm just gonna make a video that encourages people to do that and then that did a quarter of a million so i was like oh this is even worse <laughs> and uh yeah. And then I didn't do anything for a year after that on there. I had three videos. And then that's, and then so I did a gig in, so there's so many like weird stories where I did like a gig in, on a mountain in Utah. And I was like, well, if they're going <laughs> to sure. fly me out there. And it was only for like two days. I was like, can you fly me to LA and then out of LA? And I've just, i would never been there. I'd like to go do, try some stuff. And so I got an Airbnb in LA, reached out to some of the big names who DM'd me, ended up like meeting, crazy people for dinner they then were like oh you got any ideas we can do next and so I was just throwing caution to the wind just being like just saying whatever and just being like oh yeah I'd love to make a feature film or maybe like a docu-series based on what happened and stuff and They're like, "Oh, go take this meeting at Paramount we'll go meet this person at Netflix and I started taking all these crazy meetings I got stuck in a house in the Hollywood Hills by a producer that's like insane like one of these crazy like crib style houses while we were developing a, a show
0: a photo on Facebook of it was insane. View from, and I was like, gee.
1: Yeah, I moved to LA. I was there for months. Like, you were there for months, it, and I was, like, you <laughs> Yeah, like trying to pitch these shows and like doing the stuff. And everyone's like, it's such a fake place. And people were just taking meetings for the sake of meetings. When did you and work
2: out it was fake? At what point did you go, this is just...
1: When the meetings wouldn't end it was just a meeting about a meeting. Let's have a meeting about the next meeting. I won't mean, meet this person, meet this person. Like, Oh yeah, we'll do that. We'll draft that Why up. We'll come to an agreement. Me- Why do they have the meetings? If it's going though? they're wasting their own time because they, they want to make sure no one else gets exactly, something. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's all about having you, even if they, like, they will buy an idea so that no one else can have it or They'll be making something similar or know they could make something better, but they will want you to stay there and be keen or have your idea so that you don't go make it somewhere else when they're gonna go do it as well. It's just so competitive, it's so two-faced. <laughs> and I was just, it just didn't sit with me. Like I just still wanna just write and make stuff and it happened, like not be this part of this machine. Um, so yeah, so then I kind of walked away from that, and that's when I came back, and then I was thought i'll do another video so i did one about being in nature uh and yeah i did all right and then i started doing you know because throughout all of this and being invited to go here go there perform this do a workshop Are you still
0: in demand do you still get invitations to
1: not well it's the pandemic just kind of like there was not all the live stuff just stopped and i feel like yeah. a bit of momentum happens when you're doing corporate kind of speaking mm. stuff where someone from one company is at one and says oh we need to get him yeah and yeah. you just kind of and it so i saw it like snowball that yeah. when i was doing the gigs they were getting more and more and more until it just stopped and now it's like being slow were you, were, so I did, I you like did you enjoy doing
2: that? did you enjoy
1: well i enjoyed the travel and going somewhere and being able to just do stuff but the actual you know, I felt like it was very in a bubble. Like I still wanted to, I, it wasn't like, look up as I, like, no one else is seeing this other than the people in this room. And it, even yeah. what they are seeing is me giving a speech rather than a performance kind of thing. Um, so it kind of, you know, I felt like I was living the life, but I wasn't necessarily doing what I wanted to be doing. And now, and then, so, and now I do so much stuff where I may, I've got a company that makes <laughs> spoken word training videos for company like fortune 500, big companies. So now if you like, go get a job, I like Starbucks or whoever clients have I got, you know, people like Walmart or all these big companies, they when you have to watch like the video on code of conduct or sexual harassment or bribery, they I make these like like look up in that style, of spoken word videos. Um and so now people have to watch these videos. They're like emotional but it's poetic, but it's all about training. And so I just started a company doing that in the pandemic to kind of tidy me over. And it blew up. So now they're like, and all these massive companies are buying them. So like the last two years, I've just been running this company, making spoken word training videos that are selling around the world. But at the same time, I'm about to, I'll post it on my Instagram to kind of force me to do it. I had this idea of this video series I want to make for years now, where it's going to be completely just gaming. I'm going to test it. I'm going to try and do everything that like Instagram and TikTok, and YouTube want you to do, but in my style and my way. So I'm going to start, I'm making, I'm in the process of right now, I'm making 58 videos at once. And they're all short, like six, 30 seconds, to six seconds long, kind of like my videos, but miniature and vertical. And they're going to go out twice a week. And I'm just going to be like, right, fuck it. Let's just see what happens. Um, and there's no pressure. It's just something that I, have because I've realized I've just not done anything for like five years publicly. Everything's going great professionally and in my life that I just feel like, I just, I feel more and more forgotten as I go on making this other stuff. So I'm just going to put something out there that is small and doesn't really matter. Isn't amazing quality. It's literally just disposable. Like people want on TikTok and Instagram and stuff, but that has got heart and got meaning. They're called small wonders. And it's all about the little hidden things in life that are between the big things and that are free and just get overlooked and kind of forgotten. So they're really broad little videos, post them online, see what happens and then just see if I can engage with an audience again. And then I'll sit, go from there. And just knowing what I know now, because I think I needed this time. Mass- like what someone would hope for to happen in their career happened all at once when I wasn't ready for it. And I've learned so much over this time. Yeah, you and in the same way engineer, that the bubble, it, yeah,
2: you could.
1: yeah, and the same way that that bubble kind of protected me, like taking that time away when everything's going crazy to just drive the car around Germany, helped me deal with that. I feel like the pandemic and everything suddenly stopping at once made me stop and think, okay, how am I going to approach this now? If I'm going to, you know, almost appreciate the fact that I've got no one expecting anything from me anymore. Like I'm starting from the bottom. If I now know how everything works, what I should do, what should happen. Let's do that. Let's see what happens if I start from the very bottom, making the smallest thing and then go from the Instagram videos to doing the YouTubes again to doing that. Cause the ultimate goal would be to just do one film a year, like a big film, whether it's a feature or and uh, or to do a live show like my TED talk I did, which was 15 minutes long. We have a live band on stage doing spoken word, mixed with comedy, mixed with films, and just and make that and just but rather than try and get a Netflix special thing, just put it on YouTube. Like just change things and see what happens. So I'm just pro, I'm still trying to figure it all out I'm still processing it I've had this amazing success but I'm still on the treadmill trying to work out where do you go from here but I'm blessed well, that I've got look
0: at us mate look at, look, look, look at what we've achieved with this podcast <laughs> don't be that it. high <laughs> <laughs> honestly Gary I, oh. but yeah it's just the whole it's uh, you've probably I... answered it doing that but if you could go back 10 years or whatever would you upload that video Go through it all.
1: I would be torn between doing that or submitting it to a film fest. But I feel like I shouldn't say I wouldn't post it because I know I wouldn't have submitted to a film fest because I had no belief in the video whatsoever. I didn't think it was this big popular thing. I didn't think it was great. I saw all the cracks in it. I saw how cheaply it was made. I thought it was a bit cringy because I'd come from this world of doing comedy and then suddenly I'm doing this earnest, spoken word, meaningful video with a love story in it. I was like, oh God, is this a bit cringe? it's spoken word, like I hate, I refuse for anyone. Like I went on, the first time I went on BBC Breakfast, it came up at the bottom, Gary Turk, poet. And I'm like, I ain't a poet, what are you talking about? Um, so it's just, uh, just trying to fight the natural progression of what things were going to, like, I could have just gone on and become like this poet doing, poet laureate or doing this stuff, but it's just not, it wasn't me. So if anything, I, I would upload it. And I'm glad I uploaded it in the way that, it's, a, it's an amazing accomplishment. And this thing that happened that even right now, when I have not made anything for five years, no one's expecting anything. No one knows who I am. I haven't got much of a following. And I'm starting from, I'm almost in the same place that I was rather than posting the mail, I'm making training videos. Like I am now being like, okay, this isn't exactly what I want to be doing, but what do I want to do? But now I've got look up. I've just got this calling card. I feel like I can just email someone if I wanted to make a feature film now rather than being like for me now the the hurdle is getting my ass in gear and writing that script whereas before I was like well even if I do that then what but now I'm like well if I do then I can say I've made this before yeah Yeah, I can probably apply for funding with showing that yeah yeah it should be things will be a lot easier so now more than anything it's just motivation making decision and just mental health just dealing with like the pressures of it all and not trying to get too beholden to what I did before um, to guide me in what I do now like it's just just trying to figure it all out
0: oh, wow thanks for coming on yeah, Sorry, it wasn't a, a fucking a million
1: story. barrel of laughs
2: oh it's amazing what Barking are you on about the <laughs> <mouth. And> laughter
1: <laughs> yeah, there's so much weird <laughs> stuff that happened though that I just, no, really? it's such a long winded story of what happened that you don't even get into the whole yeah but yeah, they did a whole parody episode of South Park of Look Up. That's my claim to fame. That's what my favorite the thing. Fuck? And coming from comedy, coming from comedy, I was just like, Jesus. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. My career was, I got like a special thanks credit. I was like, as soon as that was done, I'm like, that's it, retire.
0: Yeah. That's... But
1: there's so, and there's just like things like that I just forget about. This whole <laughs> call, I was like, oh, God, I've got to mention the cool stuff that's happened off the back of Look Up. And I'm just like, so many random little things.
0: I love thinking about you in your little cargo shorts going around Heathfield wondering what yeah. to do and then... A year later that happens like a, and then all this happens. It's the next like yeah. a bloody it's film. fucking
2: nuts. The whole story is like a film. Yeah, I was going to say, there's your film. There we go, that's the picture. Watching someone that go viral. viral as they're driving their mates around Germany. Isn't it,
1: isn't it? Has there ever been like a film about someone going viral? There is your there film. Go. I think there was a... A Chatterbix, a, a Chatter-Bix production. <laughs> Exactly. Just if you really
2: want it to just plateau quite low. Oh, God. It's just.
0: I just. just, When I was on the cutting greens, on the. Just that thing of just dreaming of what you want to do and not knowing what the fuck you can do. There's so
2: many times the reality of stuff, because it's just so interesting, because what you believe in is the thing is always so different to the
1: reality I know, and it's just and it's just getting your head around. It's just a lot of self belief and motivation, and just also realizing what you have because you only ever look at the what you don't have rather than what you do. Yeah. In the same way, it's like when I remember being on Derek and being like, oh, so what else? Because I met I met you before Derek just once. We were doing stand up. I think it's in like Chichester or something. Oh Um, yeah. And uh, and so when I first came to Derek, I was like, oh, you you probably don't remember me, but it's like an open spot at a gig you were headlining and stuff. And so, and I remember chatting to you being, oh, so what are you doing now other than this? And you were like, well, I'll do, I'll do a little bit of landscape gardening and stuff. And I'm like, what, what still? Like, yeah, that's what you did before. You're like, no, no, I still do that. And like, and I also do this. And I'm like, you're starring in like a sitcom on Channel 4 with like Ricky Gervais. And you're being like, oh, but I don't, and you're like, I don't know if it's what I really want to yeah, you know, I don't know if it's what I want, if, it's def- if this is going to last or if this is what I want to do. And at the time, I just couldn't comprehend that. I was like, oh, no, if I was you, I'd be living up and be like, oh, no, this, is- this is me. This is what I'm doing. But now I completely get it. It'll be in 2024. It'll be 10 years since the first one came out. So I'm thinking, sequel? Look up Not two. pressure on that sequel. Look up again. So at least I'll be able to flog it to schools. <laughs> well you've been doing this for 10 years now
0: just say enjoy your phone
1: really enjoy. yeah it. just, just look wrong. down <laughs> just completely change it, it. Fucking brilliant. have you seen this on your phone wow these apps are fantastic but, yeah but also i couldn't do anything after look up came out you realize because i've just told everyone to get off their yeah, phones and off social media that, yeah so, so 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 i couldn't like every interview i did was like isn't it ironic though that you put it online and like I'm like, That's where the people are. Like, what would be the yeah, point of me going cares. into the street and shouting? It's Tell just, them
0: about my fitness power and Couch to Five K. Some super little apps you can get on
1: there. Yeah,
2: yeah. I like the um, I like the one where you can get cheap food after it's all sold out. Do you know that one? Oh
1: yeah, the way they live and there's like
2: Pratt and places yeah, like clothes yeah. and like yeah, three quid. You just get you're, the bits at the end. If you're prepared to go in there and go, can I have this for three pounds? Brilliant. <laughs> a second verse. There we go. Is <laughs> <He> it <said> just <laughs> no ideas,
1: Gary? They're just no ideas. <laughs> just to help you. You'd be like, a couple of months later you'll see this fit here in the news, new video goes viral. And you'll be like, Hold up. Son
2: of a bitch. That was entirely my, my idea. My, my oh. Amazing.
1: Thank, Thank you, you for taking your morning
2: to chat to us. That's all yeah. right. Yeah, it's all yeah. load of waffle. No, it's brilliant. No, it's and, uh, it's excellent.
0: Good luck oh. with the next thing.
2: Yeah, I hope you go yeah. viral.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's a blessing and a curse. it be good if I do. Absolutely fine if I don't. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. it
0: really is fine if you don't. It really yeah, but is. good luck. Yeah.
1: All right. Well, cheers, guys. Cheers. cheers nice Thank you very much. Thanks for being here. Take care. Thank yeah.
0: you. Bye.
1: Bye. Bye.